Me like listening to Toys R Us report with Icy Robots. Greatest podcast in world. Me like. Icy Robots. Greetings, Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It's me again, Icy Robots. I'm not a hero. I just sacrificed to make your life a bit better each and every week. And this week, this week, it's going to get a lot better because we got Halloween coming up. And in the spirit of things, we got a bit of Halloween-related hijinks here on the Icy Robots Jupiter Station. Now, I can't do this all alone. You know, I'm not here all by myself. I'm with my boy, Iceberg13. So, uh... Iceberg, why don't you come in here and tell us what you know? What I know about what, man? Just, just anything in general, dude. Look, dude, that's pretty vague. I'm just, I'm just trying to get some banter going, dude. I mean, come on, the people who listen, they want to hear us chit-chat. They want to hear the real deal. Just quit, 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 uh, quit causing such a stink. I'm not trying to cause a stink, trooper. You just ask super vague questions. Well, I'm kind of hoping that, you know, I can just pass it over to you and you'll, you'll help fill some airtime, dude. It's like... We got nothing but empty space, and I'm hoping that you can kind of, kind of help out with some, you know, some funny anecdotes or some quips or whatever. Uh, anything. Did it, G? I'm not anecdote, but 37 or something. I exist only to rock the spot. You smell me. I guess. Uh, I don't know, dude. You're so difficult. Uh, do you have anything for us this week? Any new tunes or anything like that? Oh, and while we're at it, have you seen Emily around here anywhere? Because... I have not seen her since the pirate attack, and I'm getting a bit concerned. I don't know, but I haven't seen her either. I called her receiver, but only got a recording that she was off doing something. I can't help you, man, but I am also concerned a little. She can take care of herself, though. Yeah, that's word bond. I mean, I feel you, dude, but, uh, you know, I'm a bit concerned. But, hey, Emily, if you are listening to this, we're, we're, we're worried about you, man. We're your friends. We miss you. We want to know where you are. Please give us a call. But let's get back to show business. Iceberg, uh, what do you got for us this week? Something a little cool. I saw this movie called Rocky Balboa on the station media server. It was about this heavy hitter. A slugger type, but during the course of the joint he gives his son, who is a real pool, but by the way, some real sage advice. This is Iceberg 13. And this goes out to my boy Willie and all my other dudes out there on the Retro Junkies Network. The revolution will not be televised. Kick it. Let me tell you something you already know. 
world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you gotta be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. This is the Toys R Us report and we'll make you famous. Taking over the earth while still kicking in your anus. All right, my dudes, it's me, Icy Robots. I am back after that brief break. Thanks, Iceberg, for that. And I got to say that The Rock, Rocky Balboa, that is some awesome advice because this is the kind of things I try to teach 2.0. Life is super hard. Life is difficult. Life kicks you in the face. Life treats you bad. And all you can do, put your forehead down, raise your hands, and keep going forward. It's all you can do, man. You can't give up. You can't go lie in the bed. You can't can't do any of that stuff that you feel like you want to do because while you're doing that, things are still going on without you, and it's just it's better to be part of it. At any rate, let's talk a bit about uh, something that kind of... I liked it, but at the same time, it troubled me. It is a series known as Fear the Walking Dead. I'm a bit behind on it. I am finished, but it took me a while to get through. There, It was weird. Um, I thought it was scary, and I thought it was good. I thought it was very high quality, but um, there was something about each and every episode that really unnerved me, and I don't know what it was. It left me... I mean, I realize it's about the apocalypse, and it's supposed to unnerve you, but it, it it had this really weird effect on me. It gave me bad dreams. The night after we would watch an episode, I would have a real a difficult time sleeping. It was a hard time getting to sleep and a hard time staying asleep. There was one night where I woke up and I found myself uh, looking out the back window, just kind of checking to see if there were zombies there. And that's really weird because I know it's not real. I'm not stupid. I'm not a goof. I know that this is not real in any way. But, um... There was something about it that got inside of me and made me feel very, very uncomfortable. We we almost gave the whole thing up. There was a point when I'm like, the last two episodes of this have kept me up at night. And I, I don't know if I want to put myself through that again. And I'm not a horror wimp. I don't mind horror. I really don't. I like zombie movies. But um, I think what it was, was the kind of... I don't want to say realism, but the realism of the thing, watching, watching society fall, and, um, when you see a zombie movie, and this isn't the first one where societies fell, that's usually what happens, but in this one, you got a good, solid six hours of watching everything fall apart, and that is a lot compared to the normal half hour, 45 minutes you get in a zombie movie before they start really, uh, cooking up the apocalypse. This was a slow, very detailed tale of the collapse of, uh, of America, I guess, and, and the world at large eventually, but, um, it, it, it left me feeling really bad. I don't, I think what it was, was watching how the people reacted. At first, the story takes place in Los Angeles, and it's about a family, uh, right in East Los Angeles, and what happens to them during the initial outbreak of the zombie virus. It's a spinoff 
of the Walking Dead series, and the slow decline was just very, very unnerving. People react exactly how you would expect. They're violent, they're crazy, and then eventually the army comes in, takes over, and that part of it was very unnerving to me as well, because... I do have, I don't want to say I have a fear of being uh, under somebody else's control, but it was it was really, really uncomfortable for me to see the family that we've kind of, you know, we've come to care about while watching the show be in this position where they're trapped by the authority that you are supposed to trust is going to save you. It, it, it was just real scary stuff. And another part of it was scary is that you have a husband, wife, and they have... Uh, three or four kids under their control and you see how hard it would be to keep your family intact during a crisis of this magnitude. I'm I'm going to be blunt here and I'm going to be gross because this is Halloween. There is more than likely very, uh, very little chance that your family would survive a zombie apocalypse intact. Um, as an adult, you have a chance to make it, but if you have any small kids, it's... It might just be all over for them, and it might be all over for you if you tried to defend them. And as a parent, you might want to go that route because just just having to be alive knowing that you weren't able to protect them might be too hard to bear. So it might be the end for you. And, uh, you know, I have 2.0. I have a daughter, and having a daughter is especially scary out there in the world, just in general. And having one out there during the zombie apocalypse... It's horrifying, and as much as I love her, and as much as I believe she has many positive qualities, I don't know if a hardcore survival instinct is one of them. She likes her phone, she likes to dye her hair, she likes to do her nails. I don't know how good she would be at uh, sticking a machete in a zombie's head, and that's just, it's, it's really sad for me to think. Not that I want her to have these skills, but when, um... Part of me wishes that maybe we were like a farm family and that we were a bit harder so that when something came up like this, she'd be out there, you know, ready to kick some butt. And it's, it, it is what it is. And watching something like this makes you realize how, uh, how tenuous our grasp on everything that we have is. So while you're here, while you're listening to me, appreciate what you have. Just think about what you have. Think about what your family is. Think about everybody that you love and just be happy that they're there. And that you're all together. And um, as of today, there has been no zombie outbreak. So let's just, you know, let's give it up for that. And with all that said, uh, it's about time to move into At The Movies. In a moment, At The Movies, without Ebert, Siskel, or even that dude Roper. But you got Icy Robot, so that's something, right? So the cartels in Mexico are your specialty. What do you work for? Nothing will make sense to your American ears. You will doubt everything that we do. Somebody say a prayer for to kill me on Friday. Bury me on Sunday. Mow for me Monday. Then you gotta live in Welcome to Waters. Sicario. Rated R. Everywhere October 2nd. Let's get this out of the way before we start. I love Emily Blunt. I think she's great. I think that as an action actor, she's fantastic. She has this face that she makes where you see that she's scared, but you can see that she's brave and she's determined. And I like it. 
I like her a lot, and I liked this movie quite a bit. I thought Sicario was excellente. It's, uh, it's a complicated story about Emily Blunt's character who is a, by the book, FBI agent who gets dragged into this, this illicit world of dudes who are out there fighting the drug cartels in Juarez, Mexico. There, there are CIA operatives, there are army guys, there's all sorts of stuff. And at no point does Emily Blunt know what's going on. As a matter of fact, you don't know what's going on until the movie's over. And when you do figure it all out, you're you're going to be really, uh, really surprised. I don't know if surprise is the right word. You're going to be really something. This just, this was a complicated, very awesome movie. I thought it was great. Um, Benicio Del Toro's in it. He's fantastic. Emily Blunt's fantastic. Josh Brolin is in it, and he's great, the dude from, uh, Burn Notice is in it for a minute, and he kills it, he's great, I, I do not have enough good things to say about Sicario, it gets the, uh, ISR 20 thumbs up, which I don't give quite often, um, I just, I don't know, man, I thought it was great, and I don't want to give away too much, because I feel as if I start chipping away at the plot, I might be spoiling some things, I don't know if spoiled is the right word, but I don't, I don't want to ruin it for you, because it's nice to see it unfold all the way through to the ending, uh, and I don't want to take that away from you, so all I'm gonna say is, go see it, you don't even necessarily have to see it at the theater, but I think the theater is always the fun way to see it, but you don't have to do it, you can wait till it's on disc, you can wait till it's on cable, I imagine that this is the kind of movie that when it does hit cable, people will be watching it over and over and over again. It kind of has that training day sort of traffic kind of deal where you want to see it more than once. You know, it's just, it's really great. ISR, highly recommended. Sicario gets the 20 thumbs up. I'm hoping that you guys remember this. Back in the 80s, That's Incredible did a feature on a haunted toy store. When I heard this, I was just, I was intrigued. So I did a bit of research. I went down to the, to the downtown library and I found out that the uh, haunted toy store was not only nearby in Sunnyvale, California. It was in fact, a Toys R Us. My obsession with Toys R Us started at an early age, so I wanted nothing more than to visit this haunted toy store. Alas, it never came to be, but on a recent dig through my stuff, I found a uh, videotape of that Toys R Us episode of That's Incredible, so I'm going to pop it in, we're going to hip you to it, and then... uh Guess what? We are going to go there and do a bit of ghost hunting. So first, let's pop this in. This seemingly normal toy store is a popular place for local kids. There are those who claim that it's a favorite haunt of a very playful ghost. It's at night after closing time when the toy store becomes most haunted. The idea of uncovering a real ghost is fascinating. Toy store employees were curious, so they did some research. The toy store is located on the exact spot where this house once stood. It was built in the late 1800s by a prosperous settler named Martin Murphy. It was easy to guess that Murphy might be the ghost. But Sylvia Brown had a psychic sense of another name. Further research revealed that a local circuit preacher sometimes lived on the Murphy farm. His name was John Johnson. And he had fallen in love with Martin Murphy's daughter, Elizabeth. One day while chopping wood, 
Johnson badly slashed his leg. We simulated the moment when unable to move or get help, he bled to death. Both Sylvia and the toy store employees were convinced a ghost was there. We felt we had to investigate further. We hired a professional photographer who knew nothing about our story. Then we held our own incredible seance. On the night of August 5th, the seance took place. The seance members gathered in an aisle. Bill Tidwell of Alpha Photo in Oakland was in charge of photography. Now, Sylvia makes contact with the ghost. Okay, all right, I, I, I really feel him now. I think he's in the back. Yeah, he's beginning to walk. These photographs were taken during the time that Sylvia Brown is talking to the ghost of John Johnson. The photograph in this proof sheet was taken with infrared film at the same time the photograph on this proof sheet was taken with high-speed film. The incredible thing is that the enlarged infrared photograph shows a shadowy figure standing at the back of the picture that does not show up in the photographs taken with high-speed film. My assistant and I do not remember anyone standing in this position while Sylvia was talking to the ghost of John Johnson, and we cannot explain why a figure that appears in an infrared photograph does not appear in a photograph taken at virtually the same instant with high-speed film. Now, you heard the photographer say he couldn't explain the pictures. But this ghost story is one to think about. I, uh, I've been interested in this haunted Toys R Us in Sunnyvale for a while. It's about, I don't know, two hours from the Icy Robots Earth station. So with it being Halloween and with the need to maybe make a special presentation, we decided why not go down there, hang out for a bit, take a drive, see if we can maybe capture some ghost recordings. That is a deal where you place a recorder and you record the ambient noise of a place that has some kind of suspected ghost activity. Later, you come home, you uh, review the recordings and see what you can find. So, uh... We do got some recordings, we do got some stuff, but this here, this is just the intro to the actual segment of what we're doing. So I'm gonna, gonna start playing the tapes. First we start off, we drive there, I got a bit of recording from inside the car, and then uh, some more from inside the store. So let's, uh, let's start playing the uh, Toys R Us Report Halloween special presentation. Let me just, uh, let me pop in the cassette and scooch the microphone here uh, near the boombox. Uh, we should be good to go. Let's give it a shot. Can you, can you hear it? How about now? Can you hear it now? I think you can hear it now. Hey, this is me, I see robots. We are in the car on our way out to the Toys R Us in Sunnyvale. That is supposedly haunted. We say supposedly because we will soon decide whether it is or not. I'm thinking probably not, but you never know. And, uh, well, that's why you go, right? You go to find things out, so we are on the way. Can you turn that down? I mean, you can see I'm recording, right? Can you please can you turn the radio down a bit? Sorry, man. I thought you liked Public Enemy, dude. I do like them, dude. You know they're my favorite, but you know what else I like? I like to have nice audio for the people who are listening so they can actually hear what's going on. Now what you are listening to on the radio. They don't play this on the radio, dude. 
It's way too radical. I don't know about that, dude. We got that new throwback station. They play all kinds of good rap and stuff. Yeah, but they only play stuff like Naughty by Nature or Criss Cross. That kind of stuff we hated even back in the day. I don't want to get into it, dude. We're supposed to be talking about the Haunted Toys R Us, but Naughty by Nature is not whack by any means. Tretch is one of the most underrated MCs of all the time. Easily. All the times. And Vinny's not bad either. And the beats, you know, they're pop friendly. But some of them are slamming. There's nothing wrong with Naughty by Nature. That's just your opinion, man. If I hear hip-hop hooray one more time, I'm going to hit my self-destruct button. Just don't do it around me, dude, but that's your choice. So, what do you think about all this? What do you think we're going to find when we make it to the Toys R Us? Do you have any idea of what's going to happen? How do you... Uh, what, do, what do you think about ghosts? I think it's stupid, man. There is no such thing as ghosts. I can tell you that the idea that you have a spirit is stupid in the first place. But to think that it keeps on keeping on after you die is crazy mad stupid. Dude, ever been uh, cynical much? What's, what's up with that? I don't... What do you know? What do you know about the universe? It's like you, you act as if you know everything, but... I don't know, man. You, you can't know any more than anybody else. I know way more than anyone else. I am a robot, plus I have infrared heat-seeing type vision. If there was a ghost, I would see it, and I've never seen anything. Not seeing something does not mean that it doesn't exist. I mean, you can't see germs. Uh, do they not exist? I can totally see germs. So I know that they exist. Therefore, if I do not see ghosts, they do not exist. That is, uh, some spurious logic iceberg. So, what we're gonna do is... I got a Blackberry that I use to record on. It's an old Blackberry that I use as a digital recorder. I'm gonna take it, hide it behind something, and then I'm going to come back the next day. Pick it up after letting it record all of the night. Okay, Iceberg, uh, you wait here. Why should I wait here? You need me to locate your so-called ghosts. The world just is not ready for you, Iceberg. Just wait here, okay? Okay, so this is me, Icy Robots. I am on my way into the store. The store is no longer a Toys R Us. Sometime in the past, they did that horrible thing that they sometimes do, and they converted it into a Babies R Us. So, it's no longer the Haunted Toys R Us, it is the Haunted Babies R Us. And we are now walking through the parking lot on our way into the store. It's a bit of a trek. We were not able to find parking. It's a busy day. Our, uh, our uh, Toys R Us is never busy, so I don't know what's going on, but there is a lot of activity in the Babies R Us. Maybe, uh, maybe some pre-Halloween costumes or something of that sort, okay? The store is approaching. Engineer, make a mark here. Uh, insert a virtual dirt mall commercial. Uh, when we come back, we will be inside the Toys R Us, but first, these words... Make sure to visit virtualdirtmall.com and support the show with a generous purchase of some retro or not-so-retro junk. He won't be sorry for long. So I am back. It is me, Icy Robots. I am now inside of the Haunted Babies R Us. I am walking around trying to find a good place to hide this recorder. Um, 
Let's see, I am on a Bluetooth headset. I appear to be a businessman with a headset in my ear. I'm walking around trying to find, oh, excuse me, sorry. People, people are looking at me weird. They're wondering, this does seem like a one-sided conversation, not a normal Bluetooth conversation. Hold on, let me, let me front. Yeah, I'll get back to you with that. Uh, hold on, let me, let me switch over. I got another call. Um, yeah, don't worry, guys. I will get back to you. Just let me switch over. I have another call. Um, yeah, uh, give me two units of that, and then also take one of the other units. That might throw everybody off, so let's see. Um, let's try to find something people might not buy. Oh, they have Austin Mahone backpacks. I am going to hide it inside the front pocket of the Austin Mahone backpack. Let me get inside of there. Okay, mission complete. I will now exit the store. I plan on leaving here, going to a, a, low, a comic book store around here I want to check out. I'm going to check that out. Then I might go to Taco Bell, and I have a friend here in town. I'm going to stay the night with him, and then we will come and collect the Blackberry in the morning. I put in a memory card, so it should be good to go to record for the entire evening. Let's hope. All right, better stop this. Engineer, insert the Toys R Us report intro. We will finish up the ghost story as a special haunted edition of the Toys R Us report. You've made it this far. It's time. The final segment, your weekly toy shop update, the Toys R Us report. Okay, this is me, Icy Robots, and we are back on the Jupiter Station. Um, I hit up that comic store, I got a bunch of good stuff. It was really, really a nice shop. Um, the Taco Bell was fine, but when I went to get the receiver, I mean recorder... Well, I'm, I'm a bit shaken up because uh, we brought it back to the station and we've um, we've played it a few times. Uh, I'm not. I don't know. Are you aware of this phenomenon of how sometimes tape recorders can pick up sounds that are there and the uh, the human ear cannot pick up? I think I think I should mention this first. Um, when I came back into the store. I spoke to one of the one of the people who work there, and I think they see these kind of ghost hunting activities a lot because she saw me and she I don't know she could see something was up with my behavior, so she came up, talked to me, just kind of did the are you are you are you are you um, looking for something? And well, she kind of hit me up and she asked me straight up if I was ghost hunting, and I said I was, and she said that aside from the the haunting that everybody knows from TV that they think that there is an additional spirit in the store um well the story goes that a mom brought her daughter and she left her to look at some toys for a second in an aisle she just went around the corner when she came back around the girl was missing and and as sad as it is, she was never recovered. Um, she was never found alive or dead. She just went missing forever. And it's, as a parent, that's one of the saddest things I can imagine. So 
when I heard this story and then related it to what I found on the tape recorder, um, let's, I don't know, it was a bit, it made me a bit uncomfortable. Um, we've, we have it in the ship's computer, I'm gonna hit it, we're gonna play it first, as, as it, uh, as it sounded for us, the static is just, it's a general background noise, that's how the computer interpreted, uh, interpreted it, so, um, try to hear it through the static, and then we're gonna, I'll show you what it was like after we ran it through, uh, one of Iceberg's filters. <laughs> Okay, so there was that. If you listen closely, it sounds like somebody's saying mommy underneath there. But uh, let's pop it through this thing right here and uh, try to remove some of the static. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Right, you heard somebody say mommy in there. It sounds like a girl. That is super duper creepy. Um, you know, we went to the store and we recorded all night. And when I came home, you know, I took the file, I transferred it from the recorder into my computer, and I checked it for spikes where the volume was going up, and it was all flat the entire way through except for that one part right there and when I played it I could sort of hear it in the back when I ran it through the filter the second time I could hear it a bit more let me play it for you one more time and see if uh listen closely listen to it and you should be able to hear a voice saying mama in there they say it once at the beginning and then once again toward the end Listening to it that time, it's, it sounds pretty obvious that's what it's saying, so I don't know, man. I don't, uh, I'm not a dude who necessarily believes in any kind of, like, weird paranormal stuff, so that might just be some, some weird sound in there, but I don't know, man. That did not make me feel good. I don't, I don't like creepy voices. I do like scary movies, but I don't like things in real life that are kind of scary, and that, uh, that really bothered me. I don't... Oh my gosh, I do. I don't know what you guys make of that. I don't know if you're into the whole ghost voices or any of that kind of phenomenon, but, uh... We might have captured one there. I don't... I do not know, uh, my dudes. I do not know, but, uh... Getting as close as we are to Halloween, it's a bit... Bit chilling, bit scary, so... We're gonna, uh, we're gonna head for the hills. We're gonna get out of here. We are going to exit the station. It's a bit spooky up here now. You know, it's, it's always kind of dark, and now it seems a bit ominous with all these spooky ghost voices. So, for, uh, Iceberg 13, Instant Melissa, all the guys up here on the ship, we wish you a happy Halloween, and we're signing off. Toys R Us report episode special ghost hunting at the Haunted Toys R Us. If you don't know, now you know.
recorded live on Jupiter's third largest moon Callisto. This has been an IC Robots Radio production.